0: It's June 17th, 2018. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm here with Raj Geary, going to talk money in the bank, Mr. Matt Morgan coming along soon. It's funny, Raj, I had to look at the date that it's still June 17th because, oh my God, that pay-per-view was long.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, it it had just started as soon as you said that. What what did you just say?
0: Oh, uh, that uh, that, uh, I had to check the date to make sure it's still June 17th.
1: Yeah. That was a long show, but this is, uh, this is par for the course. That's what we're going to have going forward.
0: But, yeah, these
1: dual brands. Yeah, the dual brands, but I thought it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, it was entertaining, and I think that's the best we can hope for. I love pay-per-views like this that have specialized matches because, I mean, quite frankly, they're pretty hard to screw up. Um, too Money in the Bank matches. The other stuff I thought was good. I thought the pre-show match even was good. I mean, for a second here, I know we kind of crap on the Bludgeon Brothers constantly, <laughs> on this podcast, but let me say tonight that their army green gear is the best they've ever looked coming to the ring with like the cargo pants and stuff. I thought that was pretty tight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought, I thought, uh, there was not much on this show that I thought was bad. I thought with Ronda Rousey, I thought she looked really good. Her first singles match, but it was weird how she was just footnote. It seemed like they had no plan for, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of it was the match order, too. Like, if they would have finished with, like, say, Roman and Ginder, right, it would have been a thumbs down. But yeah. I think uh, the way they had it laid out, I think they ended it on a high note, uh, you know, and I so I thought it helped really make the show.
0: In fact, somebody check on this in our chat room. Is this the earliest in a card Roman Reigns has had a match in how long?
1: Hey, what's up, Matt? How you doing? Hey, guys. Hey, Matt. You can hear, you can hear us okay?
2: Yeah.
0: So what did you think tonight, Matt?
2: I was really proud of the Chicago crowd for um, being that loud that late into the show. Yeah. You know, I thought they did a good job.
1: Yeah, we were talking before we went on how Braun Strowman winning Money in the Bank, it was almost like he was too obvious a choice. So no, no one was picking him.
2: But uh, he's also not your prototypical winner. Right.
0: But, you know, I think it's a placeholder. I think not that they, they aren't going to have him go for a championship belt anytime soon, and this now they can have him sit on that briefcase for, you know, as long as they want. I don't
1: know. It seemed like on commentary they were kind of hinting that Brock Lesnar uh, that he'd be cashing in on him, and, and he's mentioned Lesnar before, so. Roman's getting passed by, bro. That's what it seemed like to me. It seemed like they're going to go with Strowman and Lesnar at, at uh, I, I don't know if Extreme Rules or SummerSlam, but one of those. SummerSlam sure. makes more sense.
2: They should and before Braun. They lose everything, every steam they have with Braun. They should. Yeah. Yeah. Romans, Romans had so many chances.
0: What do you think the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar was doing tonight?
2: Playing with himself? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, Matt, your opinion is as close to an expert one as any, you know, former <laughs> Team Lesnar guy yourself. Uh, dirt sheets, print that, you know. Matt's <laughs> uh, so did you watch the kickoff and see the Bludgeon Brothers in their new gear, Matt? No. Okay, well, the Bludgeon Brothers actually looked pretty good tonight uh, against Gallus and Anderson. It was It was a solid match. They were wearing army green. They had cargo pants on. I mean, for the, I, I think I've turned a corner on these guys that I can kind of take them seriously now because they're worn out there in the, you know, maroon uh, unitards.
2: You've always liked them.
0: The Bludger Brothers? Oh, dear God. No, 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 Luke no, no. Luke Harper
1: and his kind eyes, didn't you say I know,
0: his soulful eyes, thank you. <laughs> I love Luke eyes. Harper. In fact, <laughs> did you guys watch The Formerly Known As with Luke Harper on the network?
1: No, not yet. I heard he, it's good, though.
0: He's the best actor in the WWE because you hear him talk and he's, he, he's in his late 30s. He talks like a guy in his 20s. He comes across as very kind, very soft-spoken, very easygoing and caring. And you see what he does with that character?
2: What's formerly known as? What so is it's
0: on YouTube and Facebook. Oh. It's So they'll have, like, Bailey talk about her indie career. So they had Luke Harper talk I'll about his indie career. Yeah, um, it's really good. I mean, I'm surprised it's not on the network, to be honest. But uh, Harper, a guy I have not seen out of kayfabe, I mean, just such a completely different guy.
2: Oh yeah, I knew him out of that guy. He was a skinny, scrawny guy with balding head, with balding hair, six foot six, no build to him, threw a hell of a big boot, and wore like MC Hammer long pants. <laughs> uh, on, on, um Corey Graves' dad's indie uh, company. I used to work for them once a weekend. Corey Graves' dad used to have his own indie company.
0: So back back when Harper was Brody Lee. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's good. This is one of the better uh, things the WWE has put out. I'm surprised it's not on the network. But tonight, the Bludgeon Brothers, I think it didn't look as corny because their gear was better. I think we've talked about this before. When they came out in those, uh, you know, like looking like
2: acrobats
0: from the circus <laughs> with those masks on, it's not imposing. And I think Gallows and Anderson were a very good team for them to go toe-to-toe with size and sure. stature-wise.
2: Yeah, it was a good match, huh?
0: Yeah, it's good. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers retained. Okay. Um, and then we got the main card which started with daniel bryan versus big cass what did you think of this Matt?
2: ah uh, I, went, I went back and forth on it there was a couple times i thought Cass may win maybe he's out of the doghouse <laughs> um but what i kept thinking though guys honestly was this is a shame they have a bona fide main eventer and daniel bryan like the guy and he's kicking off the show like, I'm all for him giving people rubs and yada, yada, yada. But he just came back. I still would have loved to see to, to see him in the main event and them getting their money's worth right away. Like, people pay to see him. Put him in the main event with you know with him and AJ or all these other great matches that maybe one day they can get to. But who's to say he doesn't get hurt again? Yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't run that risk. I'd get him out there in those big-time matches, those dream matches while I could. Yeah?
1: Um, I mean, I, I've been saying this on the SmackDown podcast a lot. Like, they just taken all the specialness out of Daniel Bryan's return. He's another topish guy. Not a, he doesn't feel like a main eventer right now, and he is. Um, so I, I wish they'd take more care in booking him. I know his contract expires on September first. He hasn't resigned yet, but still, oh. like, like to your point, you know, then you want to get those big matches out of the way. Even though I'm <laughs> sure he probably will resign, uh, but you know, just in case. He still I'm, sur-
2: I'm surprised he's cool with this. I'm surprised, you know, he can call his own shots almost, you know. His mm-hmm. company yeah. would look like the biggest heels of all time if they ever got rid of Daniel Bryan.
1: <laughs> well, he, he did talk about uh, working with Big cast on, on uh, an interview recently, and he talked about, you know, wanting to help build some of these guys up more. And so he's happy doing it, So, you know, which is yeah. cool. Yep. I, I know as fans we, we kind of want to see more it's
0: good yeah if this has been their first match that they'd had i mean i think people would have an entirely different opinion about this feud
2: yes like yeah
0: tonight was the best day i mean cass it's like cass's best singles match in my opinion not that it, he's had a lot
2: it is and cory crazy to stop burying him he's an idiot Corey. what are you doing stop doing that here yeah. a, a he'll announce her Stop cheering for all the heels except for Kaz. It makes him look like twice the dope. Let him—that's his out to be cocky and do all this stuff. That's his out. His banana peel slips. Stop calling it out. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? That's how you get. That's how you let the little guy take back control of the match. You get too cocky. Get too ahead of yourself. Take your time. Swag around the ring. Go to throw a boot. Guy ducks. Nut yourself in the top rope. He keep your face off. You know what I mean that that's that's our out like so stop calling it out Corey. So I would guess like th-
1: this obviously seemed like the blow off match so I'm guessing now they go with the Miz and Daniel Bryan or I don't know if they wait till SummerSlam or they do Extreme Rules. There had been local uh, ads advertising the Miz versus Daniel Bryan for Extreme Rules. So we'll see.
2: Yeah. Both going to be on shows at the same time too. Reality shows, right? Bellas and oh uh, yeah, um, Mrs. Show. I think Total
1: Bellas ends before the Mrs. Show starts. Um, I, I think they're probably like oh. within a week or something off. But yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. They're both reality TV stars, which Daniel Bryan it doesn't fit him at all. <laughs> no, <it> doesn't.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so Cass, to his credit, didn't tap out when he got in the first submission move, and uh, you know right. waited a couple seconds before tapping out with the heel hook at the end when he lost to Daniel Bryan Um, yeah you know I I don't know I want to believe this is over but uh, I'm sure Tuesday Night on Smackdown will know for sure I thought this was a good way to start off the show though the crowd was really hot the crowd was as into it as they've been for this feud um, and it set the the momentum
1: yeah Cass is in Corbin territory right now where Corbin was kind of getting buried last year and you know was kind of losing a lot and kind of being booked to to fail so we'll see we'll see where he goes from here
0: yep Uh, after that we had Sammy Zayn versus Bobby Lashley
1: this was a weird match yeah
0: you guys see the tweet today well I mean I asked if you saw the tweet god they mentioned it on TV how many times tonight Uh, Sammy wishing happy father's day to Bobby's father who produced three daughters and one very disappointing son
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) It's yeah, best Sammy.
0: storytelling of this feud. In
1: yeah, Sammy looked out of shape. Did you guys notice that? No, I'll go back and watch it again. Yeah, though. you should watch it. He looked. Uh, he looked like he hasn't been hitting the gym lately. Oh,
2: physic- okay. physically, Okay, not- yeah, physically. Yeah, yeah. Not wind. Not windwise, wise, right?
1: No, 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 no. Yeah. The, the match and everything, he was fine, but uh, just physically in shape, he he looked. Uh, he looked like he's been, you know, piling on the, the twinkies.
0: Yep. Uh, What'd you think of the match overall, Matt?
1: Nothing for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was weird.
1: Like, uh, it it was weird because at the ending, when Lashley kept getting him up for the you know the delayed suplex. Yeah. He did it like three times, but it wasn't like he was botching it or like losing his uh, you know losing his grip or anything. He was just putting him down, then putting him back up. It's kind of weird. Weird ending. But uh, S-
2: Sammy's legs were also spreading out, which you usually don't do when you get suplex in a, in a vertical stall, which the crowd kept cheering for Bobby to do, if you remember. Yeah. And then, like, I noticed Sammy's legs kept doing this. Yeah. Bobby's still cock strong enough to hold him up there no matter what his legs are doing, though, for the record. So I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Bobby uh, won with the vertical suplex on the third go with Sammy. And, uh, Please let this be over, although Bobby's sisters were getting chance from that Chicago crowd.
1: <laughs> I, th- I thought the Chicago crowd was going to be rough on Bobby, but... Me died. too.
2: He, they were good with him. I mean, they, they, they gave him a chance, and they were, though, in the beginning. In his entrance, they weren't going crazy for him. Right. But uh, you're right. They were coming with his suplex and some of his other stuff he was doing. Yeah. They weren't yeah. even as bad as on Roman as I thought they would be. <laughs> I mean, they might have been chanting Rusev Day, but still... I thought, you know, that they'd be a lot worse on
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought he was gonna have super mega heat, but it you know, they were changing like CM Punk and NXT early on, but I think they uh they kinda turned it around a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was a good crowd.
1: It was an awesome crowd, yeah.
0: And we've talked about this before. That really helps with the pay per view. I mean Oh for sure. Yeah, I think it, it kept the energy up uh into this match, the Intercontinental title match, Elias versus Seth Rollins.
2: Um, Great. Great. Yeah, Matt, t- give us your thoughts on well, this. Well, first, call the, call the match. What happened? You guys didn't well, finish.
0: Elias comes out, what do you call uh, Chicago City of scumbags, loudmouth scumbags, <laughs> which uh, is fantastic. Um, but yeah, it ended up with Rollins just uh, did the roll up after blocking the drift away. And uh, yeah, one, two, got him three. by the tights. One, Grab two, three. By the tights. one,
2: two, three. All right. Well, I thought he was going to lose the belt tonight at one point. Didn't you guys? WWE math. Yeah. But there was a couple times in there that, you know, that they did a good job with their false finishes at the very end there that uh, it looked like – and the crowd bit too, for the record. The crowd thought it was going to happen too. Yeah, they were kind of going for Elias there towards the end. They they were, but they came back where they needed to be. And this is why I don't like this matchup for Seth. Seth is – like they keep saying, he's red eyes, white eye or whatever. You know, but – I don't like when they put guys that are uh, well sets ahead of them, obviously. But I just think it's like they did this with Braun too. They put Braun against Homeboy too, and earlier, and I didn't like that either because you're trying to build two people, you know. And when you're young like that, it's very difficult for both guys to come out more over. That's something that two veterans can do, like Bret Hart versus Stone Cold. It takes guys that have been doing that for years. To be able to pull off an angle where both talents are more over for it afterwards, not just one.
1: Yeah. That being said, I thought this was Elias's best match ever that I've ever seen.
2: It um, was. It was. But he lost. But he, he loses again. I do not like seeing. Yeah. Him lose. Yeah. he does have
1: a he, he does have a ton of steam, but uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think this match hurt him, even though he lost. Uh, you know, I'd like to see this continue. I, I, don't, I don't think this was the end of it, and uh, Elias eventually win the title, and then you have Seth move on to the world, you know, the world title. But we'll see about that. It doesn't look like it with Braun winning, right?
0: Maybe we'll get that uh, Symphony of Destruction match part two at uh, Extreme Rules, but with Seth and Elias this time.
1: Yeah, Seth, Seth is like Shawn Michaels right now. Like he can just have matches with anyone and just go. So yes. it's it's hard to say how much you know yes. this match is really. Great, but how much of that was Elias, and was it just Rollins? You know,
2: Seth. Well, no, he's good. No, you got to give Elias. He's good, but yeah. um, but Seth is. You're right. That's a good comparison. He can have matches with everybody. Yeah.
0: So the women's Money in the Bank match, we got Ember Moon versus Natalia versus Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss versus Naomi versus Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch versus Lana. Eight women. His-
2: yeah, go for it, Matt. This is my favorite match up to this point in the show so far. I the, love the women's. this women's. I love this ladder match. Yep, mm-hmm. I did. It was really good.
0: Yeah, um, Alexa Bliss won. We'll talk about the outcome of that a bit later. But what did you think about the back and forth? And do you guys think Becky's going to have this spot now in Every Money in the Bank where it seems like she's going to win before the actual winner takes it from her at the last second? Because that happened both Money in the Bank matches last year. And then this year again with Alexa.
2: Well, that's, that's a credit to her. That's not a writing thing. That's a that's a who what 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 baby face is going to draw the most sympathy. Yeah, that's true. And get the crowd jacked up the most that they're finally going to get it, and then you carpet yank it, especially when the heel's going over.
1: Yeah. Someone's bringing up that Alexa. Natalie's bringing up that Alexa missed a spot in the match. Do you guys remember that?
2: Trying to remember. Hmm. Well. But there was a couple things in there that was a little crusty. But at the same time, girls are being slammed on ladders. Are you fuck? you kidding me?
1: Yeah. So
2: are you, yeah, that, like you guys have no idea how painful that is. No, it's brutal. Yeah, so I guess
1: it was at the end. Yeah, I missed that. Um, but I guess the uh, the women were off the house shows this this last weekend. They were working out the spots at the performance center. So, wow. Uh, yeah. So
2: they worked it out. I thought it was pretty good. They, to me, killed it. They they absolutely killed it out there. The 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 creativity that they put on it as well. With all these other ladder matches that have happened over the years, I'm telling you, I right know what's what's um, Naomi. Holy crap! Yeah. God, she's mean? so good. Naomi is so damn so valuable. So valuable.
1: And did you call this Alexa winning and then cashing in later? I thought you. Yeah. called Yeah. Well,
0: we said that it would likely be Natalia, but we called this circumstance and setup. Um, and then we said, Alexa, if she won, it would be too much like Carmella unless they did this.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but as soon as she won, it seemed pretty obvious. a lot
1: of people, ass- yeah, myself assumed she was cashing in tonight.
0: Yeah, it's, it's what made sense. Um. But yeah, I'll tell you, we had some people stop by, some family stop by. And when Naomi did that leap from the rope to the ladder, like the non-wrestling fans that give a shit about watching this stuff. Yeah. Did the woe, they paid attention. I mean, the athleticism in this match was fantastic.
2: Yeah. Oh my God, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh. Definitely a high point of the show. Alexa Bliss winning. Yeah, man. Um, although I did think this time though, what was it when Naomi was up there? There were a couple moments where it was like, "There's no way it takes this much work, effort, and energy to get that briefcase off there." Ask Sean. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! At you, least the climbing was that money in the
1: big match with him and Razor. Yeah. That was it. Was a classic match, but man. Seeing someone just so frustrated
2: because uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. he was unable to hook, unhook the the briefcase—it was awesome.
0: At least they weren't climbing in bullet time this year. Like it, you know, it didn't—you didn't have that forced slow mo uh, going on. Um, yeah. So after that, Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal, which is we—I I mean, almost strange that it had to follow that, right? Booking wise, because they probably thought this was going to be a somewhat hot match to put it right on after the women. They kind um, of
1: got what used to be the women's match segment, you know, back in the day when they yes. used the women's match to kind of cool the crowd off. That's kind of what Roman and uh, gender were kind of in that spot. Yep. Almost like, you know, bring the crowd down.
0: Yeah. So what you I think, thought it Matt? was the perfect, I thought yeah. it was a
1: perfect point in the show to put it like you, you don't want it at the top, you know, I think towards the middle, uh, you don't have it towards the end. And I, th- I thought the placement was, was perfect.
0: Ahead, so what do um, you think of the match, Matt? Has it invested you in this feud?
2: Um, I like, well, no, but, um, <laughs> you know, but uh, as a friend, yeah, but as a fan, no, not so much.
1: It was kind of nothing. Um, they tried. I mean, it wasn't a bad match. Uh, the, no. the crowd wasn't really giving it a chance to start off with. Right. Uh, so, I mean, they were chanting, this is
2: awful before they did anything. High, um, high spot of the match, though, was Aquarius Grey's it's a miracle.
0: Yes, <laughs> a miracle. absolutely. <laughs>
2: My homeboy got up out of the wheelchair <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: was, that was that was the high spot of this match but yeah it wasn't bad it wasn't bad, but it was not it was nothing and and uh, yeah I mean it was what it should have been. It was an undercard match uh, you know Roman's not in the main event, so you know I don't see how you can complain if you're if you're a
2: Roman hater and we all knew which is the finish Roman would win right yeah with the spear yeah. yeah
0: um yeah it not wasn't bad. too long yeah it wasn't yeah. too long uh then after that smackdown women's title match oscar versus Carmella. uh so this had the surprise return of james ellsworth coming out there in oscar gear and uh oscar really i mean like she saw a ghost like she couldn't understand what was going on really selling it allowing Carmella to get the better of her and roll her up for a pin uh super kick then uh covered her and uh that's right the roll up failed the first time uh so yeah ellsworth Maybe we'll be back Tuesday. Uh, we shall see. But I think we called this the other day. I mean, Matt, what did you what did you think about this as a way to, to keep the belt and title on Carmella for a while?
2: Very good way to keep it on her and have an old girl lose, I guess. But I kept thinking it was going to be like someone, like, a blast from her past in Japan or something hmm. that was under the mask. Uh, I didn't think it would be James Ellsworth. I mean, who the hell would have you guys called that was going to be James Ellsworth?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, and it was known he was going to be at the show. Um, Why and how? So he was booked for uh, some independence in China this weekend. He pulled out of them, and um, yeah, it's just been it's just been known for like the last five days that he was going to he was returning back to WWE.
2: What a dope for tipping that off.
0: <laughs> he tried to sell it that he was still doing the China dates, but I guess the promoter said, "Oh no, he pulled out of this a while ago."
2: Yeah, they were they were upset with him
1: pulling out of it too.
0: I'm sure. Um, so, Raj and I were talking before we got on the air. I think Daniel Bryan was the last person in the Nexus incident to get released and then come back on WWE TV this quickly. It's been seven months that Ellsworth has been gone, and he's conducted himself like a model <laughs> former employee since. Um, yeah, so we'll see how it works out. I assume Oscar kicks the crap out of him on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. What did you think of the match up to that point, man?
2: Good. I'm not liking Carmela's fake voice, though. Uh, like she's doing that rest of the voice. I was just telling you about Shana, ba- ba- Shana, what's her name, Basler,
1: yeah
2: doing on NXT. It's hokey. It's, it takes me out of the match, which is crazy because Carmela's was getting really polished, you know, of late, and and her work is great and all. I just don't like the fake yelling, the fake heel voice she has. It's 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 tacky.
1: Yeah, it's corny. It's hard to take seriously. It's yes, uh, cheesy. It is. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just don't see what they're doing with Oscar. You had someone that was special, and to just turn her into nothing for no reason. Right? You didn't pass that. You, you didn't pass that undefeated streak on for a good purpose. It was just she was beaten for no reason, no real storyline, uh, reason to do it, and she's
2: just like yeah, nothing we, now. Uh, you know? shocking to me i thought that one would be impossible to mess up
1: they do such a great job of messing stuff up
2: but then again i thought the same with bailey i thought bailey of them all was the most impossible thing to f up oh yeah if you go back
0: to when we first started doing uh the podcast together Uh, two years ago it was like i can't wait for bailey to get there this is going to be
2: the biggest women's star they've ever had she's gonna push john cena in merch i remember thinking and saying it
1: And you have Ronda Rousey, the biggest star in the company. You want, you would think you want to set up opponents. And Asuka with the undefeated streak and doing the arm bar is, was just a natural. You know, you got Asuka, Nia Jackson, Charlotte. Those were the three that you'd want to space out and, you know, build to those. Yes. Asuka, yes. you beat Nerd, she doesn't mean anything anymore. Charlotte's kind of doing nothing. And Nia, you know, then we had what we had tonight. So, I don't know. It makes no sense to me. I, I hated what they did. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Charlotte's going to be back on top before we know it. Um, yeah,
1: but she doesn't feel like, like when she beat Oscar, it was like okay, they're going to make her the top person, you know, the top woman. Uh, you know, she's getting a serious yeah. push. Then she loses it the next night and just just kind of stuck in that mid card, yeah, you know, purgatory. Whereas then it's like, what was the point to begin with? Yeah, yeah, she'll get there. But if the point was to build her up, they didn't. Uh, they didn't
0: keep it. Nope. They've got a plan. I'm not sure what it is. I don't think they do. I think they do. I think for her and Rhonda, they do. And I think it's this weird, it's not going to make sense. It's probably very convoluted, but I think they have a plan for her and Rhonda.
2: They're going to get there. The two of them will definitely get there. We know that much. And I do think Charlotte is the type that you can't slide in and out of the top spot without any type of build because of who she is and what she looks like. Jeez.
1: Yeah. But Absolutely. I think it's always best when you have two people that are just unbeaten, and you get oh, yeah. them. You know, it adds to it, that's it yeah. to it.
0: Oh, certainly. Um, so, last man standing: Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ
2: Styles. This, at first, you guys, I was really frustrated with the uh, uh, what do you call it? the gimmick of the match—the last man standing being the because. What have we been saying? Like a lot of their matches have been kind of slow. You know what I mean? Yeah. To some degree. And I'm like, gonna, these guys are dead in the water. Because every time you hit something, you got to wait nine seconds. The crowd's going to die. Mm-hmm. And they did at points in this match. But they got them back. And I thought they told such a good story. I love this match, especially the second half.
1: Yeah, uh, like I was going to yeah, say the last like six or seven minutes I thought were really good. Wow. Um, I thought it was kind of slow until that point. I don't know. This this series has been just a
2: little disappointing. When they were getting cheers though, dude, just for standing up after <laughs> some of this stuff, you know, after like Shinsky finally stood up at by the table and did the come on, like the crowd went bananas just because uh, of they were putting the match over. They weren't to chant for Shinsky. They were chanting the match in that moment. And anytime people chant the match and not this is awesome or not let's go Shinsky, let's go AJ, but the match they were reacting to, mm-hmm. they. The, that's your goal as a wrestler, if you can ever get into that, which not many people can. So that was really – they did a good job tonight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was good. It was a knockdown drag out. Which oh, my I God. Think did you see AJ's there.
2: bumping tonight? Did you oh, see him selling? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Did you, did you see him take the kicks, goes flying across the ring, hits like the frigging second row boss man style, but then bumps off of it? Like, dude, his selling tonight was unreal. It's unreal. T- and that's how you, that's how you make – that's how a baby face is supposed to sell, and that is how you make your opponent. The yeah. art of selling is dead, and 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 the way he was selling, his way, his body language was, and how much oomph he was putting into his bumping, falling on the table gimmick, uh, you name it, he sold his ass off for Shinsuke.
1: AJ's awesome. I still think it makes him look like a dope when he's still getting low blowed two and a half months out. <laughs> I was so angry at that. Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, it's like, dude, he's on his knees. You know what's come on, don't go near him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They uh, had, they they never did the whole steel cup gimmick, uh, which I thought they were
2: definitely
0: gonna hey, do. Hey, we still got time. extreme rules coming up. Maybe
1: we do have extreme rules.
0: Yeah
2: but true. but they did wrap the bow on it by completing the story of the nutshot by him. Freaking calling his shot and punting a field goal at the end, <laughs> and it made sense for him to do it as a baby face. You don't get booed for it, finally, right? Because yeah. what's good spins good for him. And I can't believe he hit that freaking phenomenal elbow. I was like, "There's no way he's going to do it." Since he's not laying it out on the table, how is he going to hit this?
0: Is he going to hit? Yeah. It? He's
2: going to fly on the padded floor. What's he going to do? That was perfect. Yeah, yeah, the that's stiff a good match. Points. I
1: just feel like, what, what do you do with Nakamura now? It yeah, seemed like he needed I, the win here.
2: I thought he should have won the title a while back. A couple match, like, I don't know, like a, the first matchup or second matchup. I wanted the club to come out, cause it, yeah. and him join Shinsuke, and it would have been much better, but whatever.
1: Yeah, I agree. It, uh, yeah, I mean, you've had AJ beat him twice now, so I, I don't see how Is you that- continue this.
2: Oh, yeah, two close draw, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that would be good, man. I think Nakamura would have been made if he would if he would get the belt. Um, mm-hmm. AJ doesn't need it right now, and I think pairing him with the club would be really good. You could do some interesting storylines there, but I think Nakamura just needs to get that title, uh, and then you could put him anywhere. Without it, I don't know what they're going to no, do.
2: But Nakamura with the club as well. Oh, thinking.
0: Nakamura yeah. with the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could work too. It's interesting i like that I you like
1: have that. nakamura as a heel you got daniel bryan as a top babyface. you know you got jeff hardy you got all these new matchups you know on top that they haven't really done so now yeah. you know i don't know where they really go with aj i guess samoa joe um oh i love that
0: yeah yeah absolutely man um so yeah, that w- that was a good match. I think what's commendable about that it was a knockdown dragout, but it did not completely kill the momentum in the pay per view when we still had two matches left to go afterwards.
1: It does give it away when they put the world title match not last. That it-, it tells you that the title's not
2: changing, right?
0: Uh maybe I don't know.
2: He yeah, used to. WrestleMania. He used it, but WWE's kind of been weird lately. These B
1: shows they usually yeah uh, yeah you know.
0: Too. Oh, man. Uh, so, Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax. Okay, let's talk about this. Ronda, I thought, looked very authentic and very real in this match against Nia, but it she is. did not look like a killer. She did not look like a badass. No. She looked like an underdog.
1: Yeah, it's like they feel like they need the match to go long, and so she's so inexperienced that the only way to do that is have her to sell the whole match, which that takes away that badass... You know that's persona
0: it. that she has.
2: That's it. That's that's all of it right there in a nutshell. Yeah. She is not the like female I-
0: Brock after this match tonight. No.
2: It, I was. She,
1: I thought she did great. I mean, her first singles match, and you know, it didn't. She didn't look out of place or anything. Uh, so I thought I thought she did awesome. But the way they booked it, I I, I was just, I just don't get it. She's the biggest star in the company. And they have her get her ass kicked the whole match. And then, you know, Alexa Bliss cashes, cashes in. She's just, you know, outside the ring in an afterthought. They don't even mention her again. It was just so weird. It, it, It's just clear head. that they had no plan for her. Like they, they booked this match without a plan.
2: They referred. Well, I'm sure they did. They just thought it was a good idea, sadly. That's the sad part. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one there's no way they're not always talking about what are we doing with her. There's no way that they're not doing that.
1: But to have her, her first singles match for the title and they just do I'm not DK. saying
2: it makes sense or is it good. I'm just saying how that company works. They spend all their time in creative talking about those top matches and the top stars.
1: I agree You're with you crazy to an extent, if you but, but I don't agree with you on music.
2: this. Dude, just because it's not logical, you act like they can't book your logical shit. They don't. Dude, they remember? do book illog- illogical. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, illogical.
1: Yes, absolutely, they do. But you act
2: like they don't spend the, like they've never spent time before in creative thinking something was great and it and it's horrible.
1: No, but what I'm saying with Rhonda, remember they were building her up for Mickey James. Remember that, and then it. So when you're saying like they build, you know, they spend their time on Rhonda's angles. They were building it up for Mickey James, and then they just dropped that cold and went to Naya.
2: Yeah.
0: And if she would have killed Mickey, I think that would have given her a lot more credibility going on with Nia. She would have more confidence. But I get that wasn't a big enough fight to have her first singles match.
1: But then you yeah. do her first singles match and it's nothing. Yeah. You know? I don't know.
0: I mean, in my mind, she looks like Dakota Kai or Bailey in there tonight. Like scrappy and working right. at it, you know?
1: That's what you said. She should be Lesnar. She should yeah. be just killing and thwarting all of Naya's, you know, efforts and then you have Alexa come in and cash in if that's the way you wanted to go, but have Ronda dominate the match, keep it
0: short, and then uh, you can still do the cash in. In fact, well, oh, I'm sorry, Matt. What were you going to
2: say? No, only, only one girl got over in this entire segment. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, I was going to say, go back, look at Shayna Baszler. Has Shayna ever looked like that? Unsure of herself, a little winded, a little gas going through it. I mean, Shayna, every time I've seen her, has looked like a pure dominant force in that ring. Um, and with Ronda tonight, I'm actually surprised that she looked less intimidating than Shayna Baszler, who's like
2: far because, lower in the hierarchy. Because, Okay, now here's the downside when you're when you're a new wrestler, yeah, you want to stay on the sell, but you have enough you have enough experience at this point to be able to sell, even though you're green. She's still not there yet. She she's you don't. It's like Kurt Angle. It's like Brock. It's like Shelton. When they all first started, selling was the hardest thing for them to pick up. It wasn't the moves. It wasn't being dominant and it wasn't an offensive set. It was, how do I sell? Because I'm a badass in her life and I ain't used to get my ass kicked. So what does this feel like and look like? And that's what we saw tonight with her. You, with any other newbie. Yeah. You want to keep them on the cell until they get comfortable, but not her because she more than anyone is not used to that and having the repetition selling. And it looked awkward. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and uh, in our chat room, see joker gregory's pointing out that judo fl- judo flip that ronda did on naya was wicked but weird
1: oh man it almost looked like she was going to drop her on her head drop her on her head oh yeah. that looked
2: uh that's homegirl needing to get over yeah yeah naya, get over
1: and um, uh there was that one spot where ronda fell out of the ring was that Do you think she just lost her balance or was that planned i don't remember did, did you notice that
2: what was it when she took the post which got posted i think uh, i think was
1: it nye kicked out or something and, and ronda was woozy got up and then fell backwards outside of the ring anyway, if you go back and watch it you'll you'll I'll see right it, but be, yeah um
0: but yeah compared to last night i mean Shayna yeah. versus nikki by all uh <laughs> you know uh, criteria was much more intense i thought this was good um but then alexa comes in does that cash in and i gotta before give it before there's a before there's a
1: winner like before so there's a winner or yeah
0: Beat, well, beat the hell out of them both with the briefcase. This is the most vicious that I've ever seen. Alexa, even like when she whipped Rhonda into uh the announcer's table there in that ring post spot, then she cashes in and makes uh quick work of Nia Jax to regain the Raw Women's title.
2: Yep, there you go.
0: Yep,
2: next,
0: yep. Uh, after that, we had. The men's money in the bank ladder match. Samoa Joe versus Finn Balor versus Rusev versus Kevin Owens versus Bobby Roode versus The Miz versus Braun Strowman and the member of New Day representing Kofi Kingston. So, Matt, Braun Strowman won. That's mm-hmm. a separate issue of discussion. How did you feel about the match itself, especially how it compared to the women?
2: Um, wasn't much. I'm always wanting to see... Um, some crazy spot, you know, a couple of crazy ladder spots and, and what have you. I don't think we got that tonight. Kevin almost like, took a sick bump. All right, he did. Yeah, but other than that, I really didn't see much.
1: I think they they've been doing these matches so much on TV too, like with these the combination of these guys that
2: Bobby Roode got nothing. Bobby Roode wasn't even in existence in this match.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, he he wasn't given much a uh, much chance to shine. Um it was good. I mean, I you can't I couldn't complain about it, but I just you just expected it to be good also. I don't know. If that's if that makes sense. It was what you expected and it didn't really go beyond that.
2: I was more impressed by the women's ladder match and I think the only reason I may have is because again, I've I've worked with girls before, you know, the women's roster before and I've I've hit ladders, guys. I can't begin to tell you the pain that is caused from any bump on any ladder. It kills. We're talking weeks after the fact. And this crazy stuff those girls were doing out there, I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this to themselves. Like, like holy shit, you know what I mean? So like, I don't know, I, I was more, the bar for me was, it should have been, because the girls are phenomenal, but then know they never had ladder matches per se, all of them. So the bar was a little bit lower for me going into the ladder match for the girls and was with the guys. The guys, I had it really high because you had Finn. I knew we knew Kofi would be the one getting picked to do crazy spots. Um, and, and, and other stuff. I just, I don't know. I, I wasn't that blown. I wasn't blown away by it. Finn Balor's thing was pretty cool. The coup de grace off the top. Yeah, that was cool. But uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like I said, someone, someone's asking what I'm, uh, sorry, hold on one second. How is that? hell um, that? Yeah, it's like I said, I, I, we knew going in it would be good, but it didn't surpass expectations at all.
0: You know sure. what's kind of funny is, so now that we're doing two of these, and I know they want the men to headline, but I think that by running uh, the women first, there's the chance that it upstages it to where the men, you know, could put them in a position like tonight where it's good, but it wasn't the women's match, you know? It's or, kind of could be a
2: hard act to follow. As far as the risks that were taken in that match, yes.
0: Yeah.
1: It was weird. I don't know. Braun, he, he didn't seem like he needed to win it. He's already super over. doesn't really do anything for him. You can put a, him in a world title match without yes. needing the money in the bank. He has,
2: he has an invisible one to use whenever he wants.
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because this is usually a way to get, like, someone that's not at that level yet to yes. that level. Right? Like, yes. pull somebody up.
0: Matt, that should have been his gimmick. Braun just declares he has an invisible money money in the bank contract, and he could just insert himself in any time in any match. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah.
1: So, he, yeah, he didn't need it. So I, that's not who I would have went with. I thought it was going to be a SmackDown guy because you had Alexa winning. But it was
2: Joe, you know, maybe. Yeah.
1: I think it, it would give Joe a little bit of steam. Um, yeah. Joe's kind of, you know, they're not doing much with him on SmackDown. He
2: didn't stand out tonight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and Braun winning uh, is kind of an anticlimactic end because I don't think we're thinking, oh, my God, what historic run is Braun Strowman going to have with the Money in the Bank briefcase? Um,
1: he, should, yeah. he, he should say, I'm cashing in, you know, come out tomorrow and Raw. I'll be like, I'm cashing in at SummerSlam against Lesnar. Boom.
0: Yeah. There it is. It's weird because he won the Greatest Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's had – I don't know. I feel like, yeah, he he's a top guy already. It's its very uh... – sh-
2: Actually, I should've, we should have saw this because you're right, Glenn. They're giving him all these other wins that are non-universal title yeah. wins. They're giving him every other thing in the kitchen sink. Yeah. But that damn title. Yeah. hmm
0: Surprised he didn't get the Warrior Award this year. I mean, you know, <laughs> they're really going out of their way. Um Man, I hope he does it at SummerSlam. I mean, man, what a statement that would make on where Roman Reigns is at in the company. But you know what? Then you go right into a Reigns versus Strowman feud because, man, I mean, those guys were awesome. They tore it up last time, you know?
2: Got to turn Roman. Yep. (laughs) I was just about to say it, and I was stopping myself because I I say it so often. I say it every week.
0: Yeah. So Kofi was on Braun's back. Braun launched him to the mat. Then went up and got the briefcase for the win. I almost wanted
1: (sighs) Kofi to win. I just thought it would have been a feel-good – you know, it it doesn't really elevate him, but – He wouldn't have done
2: nothing with it.
1: He would have gotten squashed. But it would have been cool seeing him finally get a win because he's always in this and never wins. It's true.
0: Well, I think that's the thing. I mean, we talked about this before. I think we talked about it on Wednesday is that um – they could have used this to solve a lot of problems. Like what do you do with the new day now that you're going to have sanity and the bludgeon brothers and the SmackDown title picture dominating it? This is something you do with new day. What do you do, you know, with uh, Bobby Roode to give him something to do and, and develop his character further. And it's like, they gave it to the guy that needed it the absolute least.
2: Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, who needed it? Bobby Roode needed it the most.
0: Probably. Yeah. I mean, he's still large. I mean, I think to the, to the casuals, I think he's still mostly just an entrance, you know, at yes. This
2: point. Yes.
0: A great entrance. It's
1: a shame. Another broken record thing, but they need to turn him heel yesterday. Right.
2: Yeah. Yep. yep.
0: So all in all though, I mean, even with our critiques, I don't feel like this was a bad pay-per-view. No, anymore.
2: this was good. And this actually beat NXT for once. Really? You thought for, so? my, my, not by much. But, yes, I was very entertained by a lot of things that happened on tonight's show. I was.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know what? For four and a half hours, it didn't feel unbearably long. It was long. But uh, I, a lot of times, these shows feel way longer. Yeah. <laughs> and so dude. I didn't think – I thought it was good. I thought the match, plac- the match placement was perfect. I think it helped the show it a was. lot. It was. Yeah.
0: I think TakeOver last night suffered from the fact that you had the tag match, the NXT title match. Like, those both got kind of lost
2: oh, Yes. Did in, in the shuffle. Because the that other that ones were so awesome good. Too. It was good. The match was good today. Yeah, it was. It was good. Yeah. Those people yeah. I don't care about. Those other two guys I do not care about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, for me, I watched Tommaso and uh, Gargano. I love that. I watched love that today, right before Money in the Bank. Wasn't I watched that the rest so of the Fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I don't want the story to end. I feel that they keep la- adding layers to it and it just keeps getting better. Yeah.
1: You know? I think it. I, I think it's time to move on. I think Ciampa should be challenging a, for the title. He's
2: a bona fide the guy, as far as heels go. He's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would he love to see – uh, I'm sorry? He looks it, too. He's muscular looking. Yep. He, he's got an old beat-up face. He's, he's a great, prototype heel. Yep.
0: He gets crowded reactions unlike anyone else. Last night, that guy with, you're the devil. I mean <laughs> – <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, the NXT crowd, they love hating him. Right. Oh my like god! They, yeah. they really, you
2: know, have fun with that. Yeah. Mean, real, real arenas are not going to do that. They're right. not going to chant. Fuck you know. right. yeah!
0: Right. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yeah, Money in the Bank tonight. NXT Takeover. Good weekend for wrestling overall. Tomorrow night's Monday Night Raw, and of course SmackDown Tuesday night, and the, the UK, UK tournament. tournament. Yeah. yeah, that's coming up as well. And there, Raj and I were talking about this before. There's going to be some NXT matches on the UK final. Maybe, I, I think there so. was a commercial tonight for that. I'm sure what there'll be more details on wrestling in later, so check those out. Uh, lastly, before we wrap this up here, Daniel Bryan's contract. What's uh, the latest on this?
1: So <laughs> still hasn't resigned. September 1st it expires. Um, they're booking <laughs> him for stuff out after. So like the the big Australian show that they got coming up yeah. in October. So. He's, you know, they're advertising him for it. They said Shawn Michaels also. I'm guessing he'll probably be like referee or something like that. Um, I could almost see him being ref for that uh, Triple H Undertaker match to kind of play off, you know, he, since he was last time, the last time they wrestled. So, um, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be another. It's one of those greatest Royal Rumble type of deals where yeah. you're throwing a bunch of big stars, but storyline wise, it probably won't mean that much.
2: No, and that's okay. I, I, I like these specials. Same here.
0: Yeah, in Australia, yeah. been a long time since they've done anything televised there.
2: It's a big stadium, too.
0: What's Isn't that, 90,000?
1: It's like 90,000, yeah. Wow. I mean, with their stage and everything, it's going to cut some of that out, but it'll be probably their biggest crowd of the year.
2: Yeah.
0: Cool, guys. Uh, anything else?
2: This is going to be bigger than Mania's crowd? I think so. Wow. Mania
0: was what, like 65,000, I think?
1: That's,
2: that, that makes it more exciting. That's cool. Yeah. Let me double check that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Looking right now. Uh, 78133.
1: Yeah. That I mean, was the announcement. That's the WWE number. <laughs> right.
0: Grain of salt, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, all right. We could take a couple questions. All right. Come on. Yeah. Let's do a absolutely. couple quick ones, guys. If this shuts off, it's because of my battery. Just all right. right. Sounds good. Do you guys hear uh, Booker T ripping CM Punk on the pre show? Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> well, you know, so he wasn't. A dick about it he said he was saying that with ronda he was saying we saw that with cm punk skills in the wwe did not translate into ufc and <laughs> that it could be just the same thing the other way with ronda in the wwe her ufc skills don't translate into the wwe right
2: good way to get in a burial of punk i suppose yeah <laughs> that's yeah. what that was yeah
1: all right and well i think that's that's about it
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we still we still got tomorrow night <laughs>
0: okay, we're gonna take questions okay we took a question we're great guys. Uh, okay. uh baron corbin i don't think he's injured i just think they're going with this uh this role no he's been wrestling he's, yeah. he's not injured
1: um what a waste that was he, he gets his haircut they didn't use it for an angle or anything
0: oh that should yeah, yeah. It should have been a hair
1: match
2: yeah.
0: um do you guys listen to colt cabana's podcast last week is daily tour diary or not tour diaries daily court diaries yeah after the trial
2: yeah, uh, I will tonight. No, why? What, what, it was why cool.
0: I, it was cool that every day, every night he recorded, here's what happened today. And then he just released them all of him giving his feelings, thoughts, talking about what happened in the courtroom, what people were telling him, what his lawyer was telling him. I mean, if you're interested in that case with uh, Colton CM Punk versus WWE, I think uh, definitely listen to that. Yeah, um, so I was, yeah.
1: W- it, it had been reported that, you know, he was suing for like $4 million. That yeah. was um, – Per case, so it was actually eight million plus. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, to, 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 punitive, punitive damages. And so, with punitive damages, it was like close to forty million.
2: So it's just an.
1: It's, his, yes. Exactly. crazy. <laughs> right. Exactly.
2: Because he ruined your Thanksgiving.
0: And that's backfiring because Raj didn't it come out the other day that he had a relationship with a female wrestler, which could potentially cost him with the ethics board. It's
1: possible. I mean, he had a relationship with Jillian Hall.
0: It's, it's also one of those things
1: that, you know, this is the group that they're always with, right? So, I mean, every, you know, Matt, you yeah. know, the, everyone kind of dates everyone, right? I mean, you know, he, that's, those are the people you see every day. Yeah, it's true. So, Matt, did you
0: ever date, date any talent when you were on the same <laughs> roster with him? No. Okay, I'm just curious. I feel uh, like I feel, I feel like my, I know so much about your career that I'm always looking for a stone to un, You know,
2: I've been I've been with my wife since my freshman oh, year right. in college.
0: That's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> um, right. I listened to uh, Enzo on the Store Horseman podcast. I know the Big Cass quote's been going around, which was interesting.
1: Yeah, we have that on the site. Um, yeah, yeah, he he really did have heat with Big Cass. He did yeah. not like that Big Cass didn't finish that match.
0: So it was more interesting how many times he told stories that he almost got fired from NXT, one for well, turning threes on the whiteboard into dicks. So like a real-life American Vandal story, that there's a big mystery of who's drawing it, and Dusty sat him down and yelled at him about it. Uh, and then apparently, He almost got
1: fired for uh, a promo where he farted.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, in response to Baron Corbin's promo in promo class, and Dusty just was not having it.
1: Yeah. They, I guess Triple H said that they were firing him and then they changed
0: their mind. So. Yeah. And we also learned that uh, Nia was going to help Enzo get wins. He was going to lead her on. And then Enzo would be caught hooking up with Alexa was the original story plan to dovetail into their WrestleMania feud that they had. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I don't think he did any favors as far as his like character. He was very much the guy you would expect. But there were a lot of interesting backstage bits there um okay matt anything you want to plug before we take it home okay bp matt morgan on instagram twitter matt morgan for longwood on facebook wrestling inc raj what do you got coming up
1: Uh, more from our interviews with scott steiner haku jack swagger uh mikey whipwreck just tons of stuff this week so keep an eye out
0: Awesome, man. Uh, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. Tweet along with WWE programming, along with the official Wrestling Inc. account. And we'll see you back here tomorrow night to talk about Monday Night Raw, the fallout for Money in the Bank. Until next time, folks, we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.